Gaming on the Frontier. This is Bruce. This is Trav. And this is Jonathan. And tonight, this is Gaming on the Frontier with a little bit of fun and excitement. As opposed to every other time we do this, right? Oh, yes. Every other time we're morose and boring. <laughs> like Jokey Smurf we used to say, it's a surprise! Tonight we're going to talk about tricksters. Trickster gods, trickster entities, spirits, all sorts of wonderful little entities that you could put in your game to just drive your players insane. All right, so enough with the uh, examples. Let's talk about yeah. now the, the, the meat of the, the issue. So you're going through, you're in your adventure, you're going to save you know the kingdom, and as you're going through, your cleric gets a message from their patron god going, you know you're being tricked, right? How do the trickster gods usually get their comeuppance? A fatal flaw in their plan. Some loophole that they didn't cover. And Yeah, I like one of the common ones is, the, you know, their own arrogance. Yeah. Yeah, they, they, they think, well, you know, surely these mortals aren't going to outsmart me. You're ju they're just humans, yeah. Like the, the classic one that I can think of is the devil from the, that song, The Devil Went Down to Georgia. Surely yeah. no mortal's going to be better than me at playing the fiddle. I'll give him a golden fiddle if, if he wins. Ha, 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 ha. Again, think about how, you know, how they operate. Okay, you know, so the the way that most uh, tricksters get their comeuppance, okay, is either, is, is A, you have to have somebody of equal authority who's going to champion your side of it, okay? And secondly, there's the big reveal. So, you know, if... Thor had found out, you know, that how he tricked the, the, uh, uh, he, he had, uh, tricked the dwarves and all the things he had done. Okay. In order, you know, to, to get this hammer, even though he, Thor ended up with this really nice hammer as a result. Okay. There was, you know, if he knew all the things that, that, that Loki had done, you know, in order to achieve that, he might have, still been mad at him still wanted to make him pay okay and i'm i'm reminded at the end of uh you know um, uh every episode of hercules the hanna barbera uh uh cartoon there's this one bad guy who was always coming in and causing trouble and then at the end of it hercules basically punches him out and and then grabs him and drags him back up to olympus for the gods to punish him, lock him up for a while, you know, so he couldn't, you know, t taking away the the thing that he cares the most about, which is his agency, his freedom. You yeah. Know, so he gets locked up. So I'm just saying the, uh, so there has, I think there has to be some kind of a reveal. You know, if you follow the clues, you know, he, he'll, as you say, he's, he's, uh, he'll trip himself up. He'll reveal information he shouldn't. And that's and the G and we're talking to the GMs here. You have to make the god slip. 
you know, give information that they shouldn't be giving, okay? Or, or in, some indicator, you know, uh, some some of the NPCs talk about whatever is they're doing and saying, this doesn't make sense because of this, you know, and, you know, uh, and, and so forth. You know, so you have that. Uh, and then when it, you know, and then finally it ends, if he's made you promises that he has no intention of delivering to you, because you know he doesn't want to. You know, it's it might be something very valuable. He may not own the object he's offered to you. Okay, then you know when the big reveal happens, then the other gods, you know, need need to step in and basically say, "What are okay, you doing with my magic hammer? Wait a minute. What? Oh, oh, I was just borrowing it. Yeah." Yeah, but they might need to to basically force him in, in the case of where he's not stealing something that belongs to somebody else, another god, he has to give up. You know, he actually has to make good on his promises. You know, he can't just say, Well, you didn't dot this I and cross that T so you don't get but we'll I'll give you this little piddling thing. No, he's gonna have to give up something he values because you, you know, you uh you did your part. Okay, so there should be that moment where the god, you know, is thwarted uh, in his attempt to, you know, basically walk away with all the all the cookies, yeah, and uh, and leaving you with you know the crumbs. Instead, you get you get to you know, and so that's kind of you know all the way. You're like, I know this god's going to screw us over. I know it's going to happen, you know, because he's he's like this, you know. And then at the end, when you think you're not going to get it. That's when somebody steps in and you do get it or something happens that he gets trapped or he gets pulled away somehow, leaving the very item that, you know, that you want, you know, that you you want it. And there it is. You get to take it and go home with it. I mean, you should still have the PCs be the instigator of that downfall. But how they do it is, you know, maybe the PCs reach out to the other gods and say, hey, is so-and-so said they're promising me this, but don't you own that? Isn't that yours to give, not theirs? Wait a minute, it's gone. Yeah. Who has it? Yeah. Oh, that son of a, yeah. Yeah, that's where prayer, you know, whether it's modern day and, and, and people, and you have clerics of various religions in your your Vero 13 party, or it's, it's like D&D, and you actually have clerics as in the class, they should be commuting with their deities, you know, telling them about what they're doing and mm -hmm. asking for guidance, you know, and uh, which is something that sadly happens too little in the games that I played, where the, the players never seem to ask gods for any guidance. And, even unless they get stuck. Even yeah. when they're in, the, in, in the, the employ of a god. I don't want my god to know I'm two-timing them. Or, or they they don't they don't think that they're worthy. They think yes, I'm just a humble servant, <laughs> and I get these spells from him. And yes, thank you, oh oh high and mighty deity. But I don't want to ask any more of him because that might be pushing it. It's like, yeah, that that's that's the GM going. Okay, you do know that he would want to help you perpetuate spreading the good word about him. So, yeah, you can call upon him for favors, because in the end, it helps his goal, which is for him to get more followers through you. I mean, they're already giving you power. They have some investment in you. Mm -hmm. Yeah, they wouldn't have just willy-nilly given you the powers if they didn't see that you had the gift. Yeah. Yeah. Now, uh, one example that, that came to my mind that I think would be an interesting way to outmaneuver a trickster god would be 
and, and this is if you're playing in a fantasy or like a modern uh, supernatural fantasy, is, you know, you make the deal, you know, you have the deal with the um, trickster god, but you make sure that, you know, when you go to cash in, so to speak, or, or you, turn it in, you turn it in, that you're in the Feywild or the Land of Fairies, where deals are very important. You don't renege on a deal in the Land of Fairies. Mm-hmm. There's yeah. Some go- there's some god gods and goddesses in um, uh, in Forgotten Realms where they are all about the deal, upholding mm-hmm. contracts and things like that. I mean, in D and D, you have the uh, Asmodeus. You know, well, devils in general. Okay, we're going to get into some D and D history here. Y'all know about if you played three o three five two o, you know about the concept of the blood war, demons and devils fighting throughout time, space, and dimensions. And even Palladium books did their own version. Uh, the Minion War. But basically, devils are usually the ones who are lawful evil. It's the demons that are chaotic evil. And you, I think even in the bestiary for Pathfinder, you have, and, and I, the number of bestiary, because there's like the six numbered ones plus like inner sea and bonus, there is the contract devil. They are the mm-hmm. ones specifically who you are signing some parchment or scroll or something to get a deal. And it, it's the old trope. We all know it. Sign your soul to the devil. The movie Crossroads with Ralph Macchio. You know, just yeah, Robert the Johnson. Road, the the Crossroad Demons in Supernatural. Yeah, yeah, where you're dealing with. Yeah, I'm gonna give you this gift to do this, but when you die, yeah, you know where you're going. Yeah. And it doesn't have to be that extreme. It could be just, all right, you, you know, I'll do this favor for you, but you have to do some evil act of my, just, you know, choosing in the future. Oh yeah, yeah. You're you're going to, as oh. they say, pay the piper later on down the line. Usually yeah. it's. I get your soul, but it could be your first child. Yeah. 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 Good, yeah. Or as Bruce would call it, you know, you may have to do a fetch quest for me. I I'm sorry. I love that new term. That's one of my new favorite gaming terms. Thank you, sir. Oh, um, <laughs> yeah. Just know when you, when you have a fetch quest for a devil, you know, you know, it's that South part of me. You're going to have a bad day. Yeah. What was, I think, um, there was an episode of Rick and Morty where, you know, it was kind of like a needful things, you know, parody, you know, the devil opens up a shop in town and it's, you know, sells you cursed items that will, you know, seem good at, at you know, at first glance. So like the school principal comes in going, I bought this cologne because it, it was supposed to make me irresistible to the ladies. But now my pee pee don't work. You know, trading off something, you know, yeah. Yeah. usually ironically. Ironically. Yeah. 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 But yeah, that's the saying. So if you have if you're playing in a. In a, in a campaign setting that has, you know, these law-abiding, you know, the contract is the ultimate. You will not renege on this by any means. If you can get that, you know, trickster god to agree, which, you know, might take a little bit of uh, sneakery Because of how desperate part. the trickster god is. This is true. Yeah. Because if he realizes he's been caught and his back is against the wall, like, yeah, I tried playing these mortals, but now, you know, my brothers and sisters in my pantheon found out and I need an out. Or he's running out of time. Yeah, yeah. Because, you know, gods don't have infinite patience. That's They're not known for that. Yeah, no, no. As I tell people, he says, you know, you know, things don't always work out, you know, and, and if we have a problem, he says, as long as you don't submarine on me, we're okay. But as soon as you cut off contact and don't respond to my emails and my phone calls and things like that, 
that's when I basically, you know, say, okay, let's set the dogs loose. Okay, yeah, okay, <laughs> yeah. yeah. The young, I think the youngins today, you would use the term ghosting. Yeah. yeah. Yes. Go, yeah. yeah. I, I've been ghosted a number of times on, on, a, on in a business sense, and uh, when I was, you know, so uh, and uh, burned burned a few people uh, as a result and got burned back. Yeah. Yeah. You know, yeah. This is all water way under the bridge. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but anyways, the uh, but yeah, I mean, it's uh, a lot of time, you know, and that's where, like I said, that's where having the, this connection, these deities, you know, you have a, a mirror from the God that you that you can pray into, and it's a it's a conduit directly to another God, and so they they you know the 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 elder gods or who are one other God, okay, is in the loop. So that when, you know, if push comes to shove and the, and the trickster God is screwing you over, you have somebody who might actually come to your aid that can, can help you. So it's, uh, you know, that's, that's a nice thing to give to people. Sometimes they don't even know they have it. Sometimes, like mm -hmm. I said, it'll be, it'll be something hiding like something else. Like I said, like a, a mirror of, of uh, a far, a, a, a scrying mirror. But you know, it's it, you can use it to right. scry other people that you're trying or places you want to see. But in fact, is you know, like the planetars, there you know the you know somebody's also looking out of that mirror and overhearing what you, you know your conversations. So yeah, the uh, so it you know so that, that's it's it's both a nefarious thing you know uh, and also can be a good thing, especially because. The God that you're that is doing this may not be a good God. They may not even like you. But the fact is, is that they may hate the trickster God more. <laughs> the enemy so, of my enemy is my friend. I mean, especially if they're a part of the the order, the the way things are meant to go. And, and you right. Know. And someone someone who's trying to subvert his punishment by by doing you know by using some dodge using you guys, you know that's uh, that that may. You know, they, they might they might draw that line and say, you know, I don't really care about you people, but if it hurts him or her, you know, then I'm going to I'm going to support you guys. So and that happens. Hmm. OK, so that's, uh, you know, that's the payoff. OK, and like I said, the the other gods, you know, can 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 give clues along the way, can clue you in, can give you a little help here and there, you know. Because this is all part of a bigger drama that you don't even know. Okay, you're 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 the dogs sitting around the room watching your family. You know, uh, watch some great television drama. Every once in a while, they get all excited. A baseball game, and they're getting all excited. You know, and you don't know why, but I'm excited too because <laughs> you're excited. So we're we are we are the beloved pets <laughs> in in these kinds of situations. So. So sometimes the gods have to like give you send a little clues your way to help you, uh, you know. I mean, you could easily have a situation where you know if if your trickster god is not the bottom of the you know deific hierarchy, you know, but they're you know they're not the top, but they're not the very bottom. One of the the really low ones who just does not like working for this guy could be giving you little hints here and there, going trying trying to save your butt. Yeah. Say, hey, yeah. Hey. Well, remember, you know, like I said, Loki, you know, he should have been at the top, but he's actually at the bottom because of the roles that he plays and the way he behaves. So he's also, it also means, of course, that he can't be 
you know, he can't, he, he will never suffer the, the punishment that somebody who's really at the bottom would, you know, he's not going to be thrown. Well, you know, he might get thrown out of, uh, out of Asgard. And okay. He, he did get strapped to a rock and have poison dripped in his eyes, kind of in a, a Promethean uh, But not Promethean forever, way. right? Uh, not till Ragnarok, I think. <laughs> Oh, okay. Well, he's the one who actually brings in Ragnarok. Yeah. He actually causes the death, the death and destruction of the gods. So Loki is basically, you know, uh, bad news the whole way through. So, but there's these great stories where he's, he seems very, you know, very supportive, very jovial. He's still a trickster, but yeah. He's, yeah. He's, but, and, you know, and, and depending upon how you look at it, you know, it's it's sometimes you can say, well, it just had to happen. You know, like when I I basically ended my beer 13 campaign, you know, they had a God that was supposed to come back and and create the new age for the uh, for the Indians. And they brought the God back and the God did. Earth is no longer as it was. <laughs> it's just basically reached into the center of the planet, grabbed the molten core of the planet, give it a twist, which uh, sent out a, 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 a huge uh, electromagnetic wave that fried all the electronics over the entire planet, also caused earthquakes all over the entire planet. And only the, only the places that he cared about were those kept safe and, and, and every place else, everybody got hit with, you know, uh, uh, you know, nine, 10, 11, whatever the maximum is quakes, everything else got demolished. And all my players are like, Bruce, why didn't God step in? You know, the big God, you know? And I said, maybe he's okay with this. <laughs> it's, you know, I mean, there's, there's gotta be some kind you know, you guys enabled this to happen. So why why would God subvert your? That's you know, that Eddie Murphy quote. You brought this upon yourselves. Yeah. yeah. So, anyways, so and that that was the end of the campaign. I mean, I said, well, you know, unless I decide I want to start a new campaign in a completely different Bureau Thirteen world, you know, timeline B. Yep. Yeah, yep. really. I mean, and I I played it that before where I said, well, this is there, there's there's you're in this future and and. Uh, uh, and the bureau's working with Matthias Bolt to stop, you know, this 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 terrible thing, and uh, you know, and that was, and and of course, it, it turned out to be, uh, uh, what is the what is the term for it? Um, you know, you, where you get a glimpse, you know, of, of premonition of, of a possible future, possibly premonition. It wasn't what I thought. That it's not the term that they used in the movie I was thinking of. But, anyways, the point was is that so they end up back in their time, and they're like. Oh, so that could be a possible future. What? How do we feel about that? You know, you know, is 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 there some way of us keeping it from being so bad that we have to ally ourselves with, you know, the Brotherhood of Darkness Incorporated? <laughs> and uh, you know, because they and, that, uh, and Bruce, that's where you throw them at and go, oh no, no, it's not that. And they're like, oh good, and you go, it's Brotherhood of Darkness LLC. You son of as they're jumping over the table at you. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> and now wait a minute. Is that writing down? I hear Bruce Trav said use LLC instead. Got it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Only so always glad to help, buddy. Yeah. 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 You don't first want shareholders. I, first time I heard that term, I was like, "This sounds like a legal dodge to me." It yeah. Was. Yeah. Yeah. It exactly. is exactly. It is yeah, exactly. Pretty much. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Okay. Well, I got a quick question then. So we've talked about all the issues that can come up with with dealing with. I mean, the gods in general, but especially trickster gods. 
and figuring out how to, to work around them, how to figure out how to, to, to keep yourself alive when dealing with them. But what could be some beneficial interactions you could have with them? You mean where you seek them out? Or well, you could seek them out, or they seek you out, and and and, and everything is copacetic. Everything, you know, a, a a situation where everybody has a good happy ending, at least you know, as far as the PCs and maybe even the trickster god is concerned. Well, I mean, like I said, the, the trickster god will, you know, he they, they can be generous. Okay, they're just not going to give you the 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 big carrot that they were probably hanging over your head. You know, saying, oh, you jump high enough, you can get the gold ring, but instead you get the Constellation Prize. The Constellation Prize could be hella good stuff. Yeah. I, w- I right. promised to make you king of the world, but you didn't quite get high enough. But you know what? Here you go. Here's $20 million. Yeah. <laughs> I always like the, 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 the memes. It says, you know, uh, on, on one hand, you know, you have a million dollars. On the other hand, you have anime cat girl. She loves you. <laughs> What's your choice? You know, million dollars, anime cat girl. Yeah. <laughs> million dollars will, will will buy me a costume for my wife, and then have okay. some left over. <laughs> well, you're you're already spoken for. Okay, you know, I'm just I'm just saying is that you know, see the thing is is that there are what no. What kind ant- of stuff is your wife wearing? Dude? <laughs> there, there are there are <laughs> there are no anime cat girls for real. Okay, yeah. and in, mm-hmm. and if there are, they're not in love with you. So. You know, that actually oh. is a, you know, you can't just go and say, like most people, like, well, I'll take the million dollars and buy myself the girl of my dreams. You know, it, it's, you know, that's... I was, the, I was you, smart enough not to say buy a cat girl. <laughs> buy a costume. We here at, at Gaming on the Frontier <laughs> podcast do not condone... Yeah. Yeah, yeah. We, 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 do, we do not condone the trafficking of, 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 human fle- of flesh, human, or, or otherwise. feline, or yeah. otherwise, yes, yeah. no. Or genetically uh, altered altered hybrids. Yeah, well, there's okay, a we'll do, Okay, here we go. We here at Gaming on the Frontier podcast do not condone the trafficking of sentience in any way, shape, or form. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, Espe- all right. Especially uplifted ones. Oh, dear God, I'm the disclaimer guy now. Okay, yeah. <laughs> Now? now, now, yeah. Because believe me, that there has been so many writings about that where somebody was, you know, they they come from animal stock or they like partly got dog ears or whatever, and everybody treats them like they're second class citizens and stuff like that. And and I'm like, I'm like, you, can, you, you if they're as intelligent as a human being, you've got to treat them like they're a human being. You know, this, you know, well, you know, and, and of course, you know, date is a toaster and Fallout Four. You know, all the um, uh, since our wait a minute, what you wait? What you say? Oh, Dave and the toaster. For my data, wife, my... data is a toaster. That okay, was the, the, the measure of a man. I think okay, yeah, 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 yeah. Right. No, I heard Dave is a Dave and a toaster. My mind went to Red Dwarf with talkie toaster. Okay, never mind. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. But I mean, there's, I mean, you know, literature is rift with this kind of stuff. Where at what point, you know, what at what point do you acknowledge that a creature should have had the same rights as everybody else all along. Okay, it's never like when do you give them human rights. It's more like you when do you recognize that they should have had them already. Mm, yeah, you know, and that's that's a, a big question that, you know, I mean, it's it, it's actually a modern question because it, you don't have to go back more than a hundred years and you had serfs, you had people in 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 places in the world, you know, where they literally. You know, they 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 couldn't rise from their station. They 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 were they they could be 
use. I mean, you don't even go back a hundred years. I mean, it's sad that unfortunately they're it's sad so, that that humans did that. Well, yeah, and humans are still treating other India, humans. India with the caste system. You have the unwashables. Yeah. And technically, that's supposed to have been gone, but... Legally, it, yeah. it was gone, and that was even then only maybe 25, 30 years ago, if that. Yeah, yeah it's, it's... It's it's just old old habits die hard. Yeah. Yeah, well, and, you know, and, and it's one of, one of the... It's also, it's a matter of policing, as we see with our own, you know, our own political system, okay? That they're people are constantly trying to take away the rights of other people for their own yeah. benefit. Yeah. So, and they must be constantly policed. So this this is an ongoing thing. This is part of the human dilemma that yeah. you know we have met the enemy and they is us. So you know so 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 back to our topic. You know uh, we are fortunate that in these stories we have met the enemy and they are not us, and we can feel good about the fact that we are not gods. That you know and you know and and everybody and all the the and we look at the clerics with with you know with with our our looking down our nose at them going you worship that person how could you <laughs> you know and they're like well he's pretty you know she's pretty good most of the time <laughs> you know she supports the weather you know there's food on your table because the crops are are come in because of her blessings okay no no usually when it's the heat when it's the cleric and it's a party saying that it's like that's when the cleric just gets in that that fighter's face and goes they're the ones that give me the healing spells that save you and that shuts them right up yeah yeah i know i know he says i didn't see you complaining when i was healing that gash on your head yeah right exactly yeah yeah and they're yeah, like oh yeah. yeah okay maybe they're not so bad after all that regrown right arm looks pretty good on you yeah, yeah. be a damn shame something happened to it yeah right <laughs> yeah you know you know, cure wounds can be also cause wounds, right? Yeah, or you know, flip of a switch. Yeah, or or like uh, you know, uh, a certain uh, mutant. You know, where you, you uh, when their their powers get deactivated, uh, suddenly all their parts start falling apart because the only thing holding them together, all those cuts and slices, was yeah. uh, their mutant power. You know, when <laughs> Rogue Rogue had that little incident in one of the early uh, X Men movies oh yeah yeah with wolverine yeah and he just starts falling literally falling apart because she's touching him so yeah okay uh so anyways it's uh i i you know like i said i hate this kind of scenario because a it's damn hard i mean the players really have to i mean you're, you're going to be bringing out the plot hammer because you know uh, and and they and 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 you have to hide it really well so they don't get mad at you, and then um, and and the players have to you know at least try to be smarter than the gods and you know not all players are uh, yeah yeah and uh, you know if and, and you know you, writing out a contract only writing out a contract is a really good idea as long as you have another lawful god to act as a as the glue otherwise you know. It's like you know, the the trickster guy's like contract flame. What contract? <laughs> I am not bound by any contract. I don't see a contract. So yeah. Well, luckily, good thing this god of law and contracts here has a copy of every contract ever signed. Right, right. And the power to back them up. <laughs> yes, you know, and uh, yeah, 
and he pulls the contract out of his sleeve and says, by the way, you just burned up your grandmother's cookbook. She has some words for you. <laughs> a little, little, uh, burning up a grandmother's cookbook. I, I'd be more afraid of the grandmother than the gods. Oh mm-hmm. yeah. 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 Well, I mean, that's a little Naruto, you know, like, you know, substitute substitution magic going on. Ninja substitution yeah. magic. Yeah. Yeah. You'll, you keep thinking you're doing something, but you're just beating up on turnips and stuff. Yeah, no, no. For me, it I I I'm well, you know w- with the last name I'm Polish. No, you mess with a you mess with a oh, like an old Polish grandma's recipe books. You better pray there's a God to help you. That's why I mentioned it. Yeah. That's why yeah. I picked it. Yeah. <laughs> now you're in trouble. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's you know, the thing. That, my my great aunt Kate be coming from the grave if I were to do some of the family cookbook. Yeah. yeah. That and those you. Elab- yeah, yeah, that elaborate doily that's been sitting in the center yep. of the dining room table mm-hmm. as long as you can recall. And what did that? Uh, that was Grandma's doily. It's a shame you burned that up. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> uh, she, here, let me call her up. <laughs> yeah. On the on on, on the uh, mystical celestial phone. Uh- I'm I'm having old flashbacks of hearing my grandma and Aunt Kate yell. And it's a Polish phrase. Yaklov Yacha Hupnevep. It means basically I'm going to hit you in the head. Right. <laughs> All right. But but what I'm trying to get across here is is that don't be afraid to bring literally pull out of your butt. Okay, some godly figure that scares the hell out of the trickster god. Okay, I mean just you know there's it's it's okay to do that and, and you know it, yes is XD is mocking us sure but as long as you 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 know you. You're doing it to just basically grab the the trickster and drag you know drag them off scene. Xdius Machina, and you haven't actually like taken away the agency of the characters. Yeah, you know you, this should only happen when the characters have run out of ideas. Well, that's usually if you want to give the the agency to the characters by giving them that plot device to use, then usually you would give them the power either through commune or whatever or contact higher plane. Or what have you, you know, you could you could sit there and you know throw the idea out there. Let's say it's a Bureau Thirteen game, mm-hmm. and you got you're dealing with some trickster god. We'll just use Loki, fine. And you know Loki's there messing around with the player characters, and all of a sudden, you know, yeah, give me well because it's you know Norse mythology. Yeah, give me like a DC twenty knowledge religion check. You do know that there are gods out there. They find out Loki's you know pulling your chain. They're going to pull his chain. It's the one attached to the collar around his neck. Oh, I need to use a commune or contact other plane and let's call and do that. So you're still giving the players agency. Yeah. But and and here's another thing. If you really got if you play it well enough, you can give your players the sense of, yeah, yeah, we're we're in Bureau 13 and we're above, you know, OK, let, let's rephrase that. It's not they're above humans. It's just. We know stuff that normal people don't know, and most people would seriously mess themselves if we were to find out, if they were to find out. And now we have all this power among, you know, John and Jane Q public, and we're dealing with gods. Yeah, we're very small fish in a much bigger ocean. Yeah, they convey that, that there's always a bigger fish in the sea. And you can do that and give them agency by allowing to have that one higher up God reign in that trickster God. It's like, okay, you've done enough. You, you escaped yourself. Let's put you back in this bottle or whatever. And yeah, if you give it where the players have the agency to bring in that 
plot device, they still have agency because they they're the ones that did it. And yeah, it just it, it it's again, it's a fine balance for us GMs to do that where you're not copying out yet the players still feel like they've accomplished something. Yeah, it just it, it's that that's a fine line we GMs have to deal with all the time. Okay. Um, yeah. Yeah. The uh, in um, um, are the in the supplement I did, uh, which was called Aliens Among Us. Uh, there's a, a rather strange story called Bridesville, USA, and it's about a little town in Ohio, I believe it was, where um, everybody who went there got married. If you were single, you, you, you practically the first person you laid eyes on uh, of the appropriate gender, uh, uh, you would fall madly in love with. And go off and go to the justice of the peace and get married and live your life together as a couple, deeply in love with each other. Well, you know, I mean, this all sounds fine, except that, you know, what is this? This is obviously some kind of compulsion going on. Yeah. They send the agent, you know, the agents out there, and they finally find that it's actually um, Cupid, who uh, oh, used, to, used to live yes. in uh, Las Vegas. But got, but kind of felt like they'd they'd kind of taken the whole you know love and thing that he was behind and make it very tawdry and commercialized. So he decided to get back to his roots and came to this little small town and started doing this. Okay, so the agents are trying to get him to stop because obviously they're creating a supernatural incident and that's part of their their thing is to stop that sort of thing from happening. Yeah. Uh, and, uh, you know, and they said, you don't have to go back to Vegas, but you got to go someplace else. And you have to stop doing this. You cannot be forcing people to be in love with each other, you know, uh, even though, you know, love is great. OK. And he says, well, OK, fine. You know, uh, how are we going to how are we going to decide? Because I don't want to do it. So how are we going to decide? You know, how are you going to make me? Because I'm a god. OK. At which point the statue of Artemis suddenly cracks and a arm looking very feminine holding a a a uh, a bow is now hanging from the statue of Artemis. uh at which point he says oh an archery contest i can do that and so they go over they get the the, the bow and two arrows and he says i know we'll shoot at the moon whoever gets the closest to the center of the moon okay will will be the winner you go first. And so somebody on the team, you know, has to go and pull this bow back, aim at the moon. Or everyone's going, it's like 250,000 miles away, dude. This is, this is crazy talk here. And, and they fire the arrow and he goes, Whoosh. and then they see like on the, you know, you know, basically like one of the rings out from the center of the bullseye, you know, not the center, this flash of light on the moon. He looks and, and, and Cupid looks looks at that and says, ah, that's pretty good. My turn. And it takes the bow. And of course, he Cupid, bows. Gee, you yeah. think that maybe he might be good at this, right? <laughs> right, right. Yeah. Okay. And this is where, when I wrote the story, and I did write it, uh, I, was tr I, I was wanting them to pay attention to who they were. Okay. And one of the team members was a cleric. But it didn't have to be any, it could have been any team member, okay? And if you look in the rules in the game for clerics, they have the ability to appeal to a higher power, 
Yeah, it's a die die roll, but it's also based on their piety. The more pious they are, the better their chances. And they and the the person that was there did this roll. Okay, Um, and they made they they successfully made the roll, and they're all looking at me. And he says he fires the arrow, and the moon dodges to the left, and the arrow goes by, and he goes. You cheated! <laughs> and, we, and they're all like, we didn't do nothing! <laughs> what are you talking about? We don't know how to move the moon. I'm a mortal. How am I going to move a moon? Exactly. And he's like, I'm... But of course, he, he, had, to, he had to follow his, 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 his vow. And he left, stomped off. <laughs> and, everybody, and basically, at that point, from that point on, anybody who was still... Who, who had been paired up, they were still in love with each other. Though, of course, in time... You know their personalities because they were just forced together might cause them to fall apart and all the rest of that stuff like that. Everybody else is kind of like, oh yeah, what was I about to say to you? Like, you know, your eyes were so blue, whatever. He says, I don't know, but uh, I think I want another drink. Yeah, I think I want another drink too. So it turned into a really big party, and everybody went home, <laughs> so, and that was the end of the adventure. But see, they had the agency to basically, you know. Uh, thwart the trickster god Cupid, who was basically pulling a trick on the humans, you know, to to, to basically turn this into his little his little love camp, you know, uh, and you know they and they used they did it, you know, by understanding what his abilities were, what his nature was, you know. They also did it by appealing to their own deities, their own ob- po- uh, you know objects of power, supernatural power. Okay, and they did it by basically having the huspa to make make this bargain, because the worst thing that probably would have happened, the worst thing that could have happened is, is that this literally would have been a, a supernatural incident. And I don't know, I had, I, uh, I don't know what what the beer would have done about it. I mean, they might have had to, you know, cordon off the town. I mean, or something. Maybe go, you know. This might have been one of those situations where certain people had to find out that the bureau was real or something. I don't know. Or go go find another member of the Pantheon and get them to come back and, and, and grab Cupid and take him home. Like Mom, for example. Um, uh, Aphrodite. Yeah. You know, she th- theoretically would be around somewhere and maybe go get Mom to, to bring him home and stop being such a pain to the poor mortals. I don't know. But that... that in the story that I, you know, in the adventure I wrote, you know, uh, it's, you know, that was the, that was the possible ending that I suggested, you know, for the, for the GMs. So, you know, and, um, I personally really thought that was a good adventure because they, they, they had, it was a lot of fun. There was never any real danger in in the, you know, unless you were stupid enough to actually try to attack Cupid. (laughs) You know, um, and you attack um, a god, you got something to lose. I yeah. know, yeah. I mean, you know, but I mean, they're and and of course the 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 uh, uh, the agents were pairing up too, <laughs> and I got a couple of the age the players to actually have their characters get married to each other and continue on afterwards as a as oh. a married couple, and it was it, it 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 basically changed up a lot of their relationships, and it was a good adventure for doing that. So. Yeah. And and that's one thing that you can say is that usually when you have a trickster god show up, it's a uh, crucible. Uh, you're going to uh, it, it, as a GM, you should do things to to either reinforce, you know, aspects of the characters or reveal, 
new aspects of the characters. Yeah. You know, it's, it's a, and because you have the power, you know, the scope is available for you to do that. It's, you know, it's, it's kind of hard to do that when you have a couple of people that are going after a uh, adult sized dragon. Okay. You know, that's, that's, they're not so, they're, we're not talking smog here. We're talking about something, you know, the size of a boulette or, you know, size of a, uh, um, I don't know, a, a freight, a, a, a diesel engine, you know, yeah. something that big, you know, but still not impossible to, to take out on your own. Well, when so, you have, when you use gods in your campaign for whatever, that gives the GM license say, yeah, with a wave of a hand, you can do this now. Oh, you got this feet free or you now have this yeah. ability. Yeah. It, it, it gives you the GM agency to do that stuff. Yeah. But the GM has to make sure that they don't take too much agency because right, you, have, you, yeah. you have to be consistent. What, you know, what's you, the phrase that Eddie Murphy says? Give them an inch, they want two inches. Give them three, they want six. Give them a rope, they want to be a damn cowboy. Yeah. Um, yeah. That's just, pretty you, funny. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I like that line. <laughs> Delirious from the 80s. Yeah. Uh, um, no, but you're right. Yeah. If you can sit there and have a god do that and it gives, yeah, you can, the, the UGMs, you can kind of you know play fast and loose because you have an in-game reason for doing a b or c to the characters and if it's something that the characters want you know i want my character to be able to do this okay and then you whip up the adventure and then the players see oh yeah okay this is how i'm going to get that thing that we talked about yeah 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 well what i'm saying is is that um don't don't overreach don't yeah use it as you know i mean as license to you know, to 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 harm, basically harm the the character concepts of the of the, and and to take agency away from the players. You know, a, a deft hand. Well, yeah, you don't want creatures yeah. are deft. Okay, they're 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 conniving, underhanded, but they are also secretive, and they like to do things without you realizing that they're doing it. Also, kind of Nick Fury. Even their secrets have secrets. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Another MCU reference here, folks. I'm here okay. to help you out. I'm your Uncle Trap. Yeah. Um, no, but just, yeah, you don't want to abuse that either, where also the players think, oh, I have this trickster god in my back pocket. No, no, no. Gods think two, one, five, ten, twenty, a hundred steps ahead of you. They're going to realize, wait a minute, this person's trying to use me. Okay, that's where they get, yeah, I may give them what they want, but they're going to get a boon and a bane. Yeah, you have yeah. fire. Don't burn yourself. Right, exactly. Yeah, yeah. One other thing I want to th- mention is that another possible way you could have a, a trickster uh, interact with your party is if, and again, this kind of goes back to a possible beneficial interaction with one, is if they're toppling a tyrannical order. I mean, they're a trickster god. They don't like order in any form. They're usually, but they're not always evil. Sometimes battling against tyranny and tyrannical orders is just a just their cup of tea. You know, they'll be tricky and deceitful and liars while they're doing it, but it's pretty much for a greater good. They don't have to be overtly cruel. Yeah. You're just going to have an annoying patron <laughs> that's funding your quest. Yeah. And you always know that that patron's going to have his own agenda. No, I don't want to I don't want to give you this boon or this, you know, vision or this fact well i mean if you're talking about let's say we're dealing with like let's say we're dealing with a, a trickster god that is good that there is no doubt that it is maybe a chaotic good if you use the nine alignment table okay you know and and they're they're kind of like robin hood they're trying to 
topple an oppressive regime, well, they're not going to give you this ultra-powerful boon because then you might become the tyrant. Yeah. They might promise it to you. (laughs) Absolute power corrupts absolutely. They might promise you this big ultimate boon so that you'll do the job for them, but... Okay, in that case, that's just a carrot. You're leading them along with a carrot, and after Mm -hmm. a while... Yeah, see, that that's something that you playing the god, you're going to have to realize. After a while, your players might just walk away and like, okay, you know what? You've been promising me this this boon now for one year game time, and I, all I've heard is, yeah, you need to do this and this and this. If I'm not going to get it, I'm not doing it anymore, and that, that, that screws you over. You've promised me this great, you know, this great magical artifact if I break all these laws and, and make the entire king's army hate me. I, you know what? I'm, I'm done. Yeah, that's that whole, you know, I'm at the, okay. And and you're talking to the God, you know, let's say Bureau 13. Okay, I'm at the FBI's number one on the top 10 wanted list. I can't go any higher. It either give me the thing or I turn myself in and I call you out. Yeah, that's where the... And, the, the <laughs> and in an anime, this is where you immediately follow it up with the beach episode. <laughs> <laughs> Mandatory swimsuit episode. Absolutely, yes. Got to do. If that. there was ever a time that, and see, because the song I play when those who know me know I do the thing whenever something is innuendo or sexy, and I go hit the button. Problem is, it's Marvin Gaye's "Let's Get It On." That is in no way pod safe. I do not need Nona and the family coming after me like they did Robin Thicke, Ti, and Pharrell Williams. So just insert sexy R and B music here. Yeah, um, <laughs> but um, yeah, so. You know, that's, I think, brings up a final point, which is, is that, you know, you're, how do you know, if you're a player character, how do you know that you're dealing with a trickster god? Okay. And um, I think Uh. the first, I think the first thing is they promise you whatever you want. Oh, yeah, folks. It's the old phrase. Be careful what you wish for. You may just get it. And then in parentheses, not exactly the way you were hoping to get it. Yeah. But the point still is, is that they'll offer it to you. Oh, you want to be, you want to have a kingdom of your own? Which kingdom would you like? Or if there's something you're, you know, some item you're desperate for to save a, a family or a friend, you know, that, mm-hmm. oh, they're more than willing to offer. And it won't cost you much. It's now possible for that item to be, to fall into your hands. Oh, God. Oh. Another example. And I know we're the uh, Q. Oh my God, I can't believe I didn't think of that before. Anyways, continue. Mm. Oh, yeah. AQ. AQ. But yeah, Q <laughs> is definitely, that, that is the definition of a trickster. And I can't believe I didn't come up with this no, an hour I'm, and a half I'm ago. Can't think, I'm surprised As it just said, not came you'll, up. You'll, you, I'm surprised you didn't think of it after we, we stopped recording. <laughs> <laughs> I got it in on the, it's record and watch one of you two. Oh yeah, we're just going to edit this out. No! Yeah, okay. <laughs> So, A, that's going to happen. Okay, they're going to, some, somehow you're going to be offered the thing that you ap- have always wanted. Okay, and as a, as a GM, you need to get the players to basically, you know, inadvertently, some sessions beforehand, you know, as you're getting up, you're working up to this adventure, you know, and say, oh, by the way, in your, in your character sheets, what is, you know, uh, under your goals? What's, you know, make sure, make sure you fill those out. And uh, send those to me again so I can see what your current life goals are. And then you can, you know, uh, w- you know, just basically wheedle it out. And then all of a sudden, you, you, let's say, when the god shows up, then s- things start becoming possible. That don't seem unlikely that it would happen, but it's still within the realm. 
Yeah. yeah. So there's that. And then of course, as time goes on, as you seem to, you know, as you seem to get closer and closer to it, then, you know, if all of a sudden, you know, things happen, you know, boulders fall down and, and collapse the pass and, you know, dragons carry off the, uh, <laughs> You know, uh, your your uh, your princess is in a, is in another castle. Mario. All of a sudden, your luck just goes straight down yeah, the toilet. Then you know, again, you might be dealing with a trickster god. You know, I I mean, at some point, I think there will be a big reveal. But I'm just saying, is that there's some little things that you know, there the carrot, but it gets pulled away. You know, it's uh, it's kind of the nature of them that they 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 somehow you know are. Um, you know, miserly, miserly with, with the, the, you know, the, the thwarting the, the final, the final delivery. Uh, I, I would say another option for this is that they don't offer, they don't necessarily off, offer you the big prize up front, but they offer you one that they know you want well, and then okay. you accomplish it and you get it. Cause it's nothing major. Yeah, they're gonna give. They're gonna get again. They're gonna give you the gold, but not the diamonds. Right, but then yeah. you know when you complete that first little test quest and you get this nice little boon that you you wanted, then they go. And while I got you here, I do have this other big prize I'd be willing to offer you. Yeah, yeah. There could be layers. There could be multiple. You know, one one quest. You know, uh, one adventure can lead into multiple adventures because they say ultimately you have to know what it is that the the, the trickster god is after. Okay, and everything's gonna be is gonna be driven from that into your players. But I'm just saying that that's to me that that's one of the you know when they want you to do things, you know, they're if they don't just come in and demand that you do them, then um, you know it's probably they're going to you know let you have the big ask, you know, and um, you know the you know, the golden carrot, and that's that's when you really got to say okay, this is you know. Are we yeah. willing? Are we willing to jump onto this? You know this this carousel. You know, are we are we really going to try to jump for that golden ring, or are we going to realize that we're going to we can also be just thrown off of the carousel and bad things can happen to us? So, uh, but that's 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 a decision for your GM and for your players. And I would say that if you're into high fantasy, this is a great this is a great adventure idea. Okay, if you're into street level. Um, uh, police procedural type, you know, adventures. This thing is probably going to drive you nuts. <laughs> okay, so uh, it's 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 going to probably be punishment for you. So GMs, please under as as we keep saying, know your players because you know you don't want them to you, know, you don't you don't want to commit an awful lot of time to an adventure they're absolutely going to hate. Well, so, yeah, I mean, if if you're doing a police procedural, okay, you could scale it down and still make him a trickster it's just oh no you're now dealing with somebody with unlimited wealth oh i can get this for you in 24 hours oh i can get this you know yeah you could do a an audio medium visual gag air quotes here a trickster and make them just okay this is the person with connections and or power and or wealth they for a police procedural that could count as a trickster yeah, I I would think. Yeah, where'd Matter you get? Where, where? How'd you get your hands on that? I'm Batman. Ah. <laughs> Who is not a trickster? <laughs> so that's a bad example, but it's fun. So we hope uh, you've had enjoyed our 
many examples of possible trickster gods and entities that your players can encounter and giving you some ideas for how you might incorporate them into your game. And, and again, I'd like to point out that despite what we've talked about for a lot of, of fantasy and, and even, you know, modern supernatural urban horror or urban fantasy, you can find tricksters in sci-fi, cyberpunk. I'm pretty sure, you know, you could whip up something for a Stone Age campaign easily. Oh, yeah. Even one that doesn't have magic. But the, the trickster is a fun uh, antagonist protagonist well not protagonist patron patron is what i word yes thank you yeah um and i i I, honestly i think they make great reoccurring patrons slash antagonists for a campaign especially if they're a little bit on the light-hearted side they're not quite the bloodthirsty tricksters which they usually aren't uh but we hope you've had fun we hope you have got some wonderful ideas if you use a trickster or are using a trickster in your campaign Please let us know. Trav, where can they let us know? Alrighty, fans of Gaming on the Frontier podcast on Facebook. Bureau 13 Agents Everywhere on Facebook. Fringeworthy RPG fans on Facebook, because you could use the Termellern as a trickster. I use oh, one in could. my metaverse. Schwad. Though, if, if anybody who's one of my gamers listens and I say that name, they're happy to see him. Meller um, are definitely tricksters. Oh, yes. Technically, either one. Yeah, infected or non. Yeah. Um, go to the Podbean site, trytechsystems.podbean.com, and leave a comment. Of course, please leave a five-star rating on iTunes. We are available on Spotify to get this. So, yeah, you have all those. And, of course, we are more than happy. Our footprints are there. Even if you just get there through me, I will gladly pass it along to Messer Schaefer and Thomas and yep. we will discuss this and get an answer back to you as soon as humanly possible. Sure. Send me an email to bsheffer at aol.com, and I will probably answer it. And I'm on Facebook, on the Facebook groups he has mentioned. I post every, every once in a while, Blue Moon. Yeah, and so we, <laughs> folks, we are more than happy to, <laughs> to reply to your feedback, especially on this episode, because yeah. I learned, you know, we all learned something here tonight. I'll, I'll say that honestly, I think. Sure. Yeah. That's why we do it. All right. But so we hope you enjoyed yourself. We hope you come back and tune in for more interesting ideas, more interesting entities to encounter. But that'll have to wait until next week. Until then. This is Bruce Sheffer saying there are a million, million worlds out there. So go explore them. And this is Trav. There's a reason why it's called gaming. It's for having fun. Gaming on the Frontier podcast is wholly owned by its hosts, is released under the Creative Commons 3.0 license, no commercial reproduction, and any use of any element of the podcast must be attributed to the Gaming on the Frontier podcast. Hi, this is Trav from the Travcast. Listen to me Tuesday nights, 8 to 10 p.m. Eastern on listen.dementiaradio.org colon 8027.